0: How's it going? It's going. It's it's early. (laughs) It's too early. It's what? 9.30 on a Saturday morning. I've been up since 7.30. My kid woke me up early today.
1: (laughs) I've got you beat. You up earlier than that? Yeah. Sam came in and started playing video games at 6 o'clock in the morning on my bed.
0: That's rough. Mm -hmm. That's rough. At least I got to sleep till (laughs) 7. Yeah. My son sits in his bed and he reads books.
1: That's the way to do it. Yes. Not the video games. They make noise. (laughs) Sometimes we'll let him
0: come into the bed afterwards and he'll play with his iPad. Um, he watches the weirdest videos on YouTube. I don't know. I, like, he should probably be monitoring. No. Like porn? Or? <laughs> He's not <laughs> watching porn. He watches these. Uh, I think they're Mexican. Uh, <laughs> where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like Mexican cartoons. I think they're Mexican. They could be. I think they're South American. Let me, let me clarify. They're South American cartoons where these kids sing these bizarre songs. They're in English, so he can understand what they're saying. But they're really weird and twisted. It's just. Like, they sing these daddy finger songs and this little...
1: So it is porn.
0: <laughs> no, it's not porn. It's,
1: it's weird. You know? Show it to your kids. They'll, they'll love it. All right. All right <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. All
0: right. So I got a question for you real quick before we get started today. Shoot. All right. What are you known for at the theater? Like, what is your reputation? If I walked up to someone and said, what's John's... What's John's rap? What what
1: is what is he the guy known for? Well, what would you what would you think it is? It's gonna be one of two things. <laughs> all right. One is that obviously that the obvious answer is that I'm the sound guy. Right. The other thing is that sometimes if a cast pisses me off, I like to take a shit during intermission. <laughs> 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 because so they can't it, flush the toilet. You, explain, explain what that what that so, is. So <laughs> so we do a lot of shows at the stadium and the bathrooms down in the dressing rooms. You can't uh, you can't flush the toilet during intermission because the audience will hear it. It rattles the pipes. Right. You can hear it. So by dropping a deuce down there during intermission, I'm punishing the cast <laughs> for various things. Because right. if it's
0: a three hour show, in the second act's an hour and a half. It starts to get a little. That's an funky. hour and a half. It's gonna
1: sit there and waft. Yeah, you know, it <laughs> gets into your clothes. It, it's, it's no it's good. I've actually no threatened
0: good. casts with that, like when you're not even there. Uh, you might be up so in the back, stand up, and I'll be like, "Listen, you guys don't <laughs> listen to what I'm saying." You, you know. You- are out of control. I'm gonna yeah. send John down here, and he's gonna take a dump in that toilet, tr- and then it's on you guys.
1: Even if someone else is doing sound, I, and I happen to not be there. I'd be more than happy to drive through and drop one. You know, I
0: figured you would. Yeah. That's why I have you on call, just in case of that is specific. It's interest. also a, a
1: special talent <laughs> I have that I can just kind of on demand, you just boom, drop a just whenever, whenever. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. And you know, I knew you were gonna say that yeah. as, as your rep thing. That's awesome. Uh, I was thinking about it because you know I've been doing this for a long time. Does It'll that make, make me it a legend? You know what? I don't think anybody else has that rep but you, which is nice. I, I, I don't know how to take <laughs> that original. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to think of a couple, and I was like, "What am I known for today?" I, well, I I've narrowed it down to two things. One, I make children pee on stage uh, because I'm so fearsome, <laughs> which boggles my mind. Um, and the second one, probably the most um, the most notoriety I have for is throwing water bottles at cast members. See,
1: I, I <laughs> thought you were going to say you're, you're kind of just true compassion and understanding with the parents. like that. What is what, what's that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's not me. I have a <laughs> reputation to uphold. Don't but, ever tell anybody yeah. that. No. Um, no, we had uh, an instance once where one of the cast members was uh, in the legs, you know, and I'm always telling them, don't be in the legs, you're going to be beyond the legs. Audience members, we don't want to see you there and uh, did not listen, did not listen. And I happened to have like one of those Poland spring water bottles right there. It was about halfway full, so it had some oh, weight no. to it. And I kept seeing him poke out and I just got- Whipped it. I whipped it as hard as I could. I yelled his name and I whipped it at him. And no word of a lie had I not said his name. His reaction, he literally turned his head just as it was coming at his face and he had just enough time to duck out of the way. Otherwise, it would have clipped him right in the beach. <laughs> <laughs> And he would have gone oh. down. <laughs> So, yeah, I throw things. I I probably, that's maybe, the, that was the first time I've thrown something. I've maybe only thrown one or two other things since then.
1: So you got to keep um, your arm strength up.
0: It is, you know. Uh, I blew it out in dodgeball, and ever since I'm trying
1: to, Remember that, trying right? to strengthen it back up. <laughs> By whipping shit at cast members. Yes. Yeah. How else am I going to get it done? Well, it's, a, it's a good way to get their attention. You know. Is. Well, because
0: half the time they're not listening anyway, so you want to be able to... Just get them right off the bat and be like, Listen to me! It's fucking actors. Throw shit at their heads. No. Let them listen. It's no. like, how many times are you going to tell them?
1: Don't stand in line. You think they don't listen to you? You're a director. I'm a sound guy. They don't listen to me ever. Right? <laughs> ever. Right? Oh, wait, hey, this hey, is supposed
0: to fall in the toilet?
1: <laughs> I'm saving that one. Yeah,
0: right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we
0: have those issues all the time. All right, so this is the show. This is going to be uh, Behind the Act Curtain. There's going to be a bi-weekly podcast where John and I are going to get together and we are going to just uh, talk about community theater. You know, I've, I've gone online. I've, I've looked for all the community theater podcasts and I've never really found anything that I'm like, oh, that's something I want to listen to. You know, I really want to hear about the ins and outs, the behind the scenes, what goes on during uh, these productions. Uh, as an audience member, audience members come in and they... They sit down, the curtain opens, and they're wowed for two, two and a half hours, depending on the show. And they're just amazed. And the people come up to you afterwards and they're like, This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It's so professional, it's so wonderful. And I can't help but think as they're saying this. My God! If you only knew what we went through <laughs> the last three months to put the show on, last your head days. would spin. Last three days, sometimes. <laughs> if you only knew what happened in the last three uh-huh. days, your freaking head would spin and it would pop right off your body.
2: Yeah.
0: That's the stuff I want to hear about. I want to talk about. I want to know about. Um, you know, being involved in theater for the last fifteen years as a director, and then you know, uh, I've been doing this since I was in the eighth grade. So, we have a lot of stories. We know a lot of people. So, every week, we're going to bring some people in. Um, you know, we'll bring a guest in. We'll sit down. We'll get the ins and outs. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a lot about them. And we'll just we'll weave our intricate humor through their
1: sordid tales. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if my humor is that intricate. It's more just crass. It, hey, and that's why I wanted to do this podcast <laughs> with you. Excellent. My wife actually
0: said that to She was like... How did John get involved? And I was like, who else would you want to sit down and talk to and shoot the shit and bust balls? <laughs> then John, as you hear us when we're at the theater, uh, the stuff we say that nobody gets to hear when it's just the three or four of us standing around, I think it's time we share that. It's I think, true. I think it's time people hear and know exactly what having we're to thinking. to hold
1: everything in and just <laughs> bottle it, it up does, and now I does. can really let it out.
0: This will be your outlet to be like, you know what? If I want to talk about German Scheiser porn music that
1: we use for one of our shows, I think people should know that. They don't don't appreciate what goes into picking the proper porn music for house music. It's true. It's just, it's really, it's complex. And if we would have had any
0: Germans in the audience that night,
1: I'm sure they would have been well entertained. (laughs) You see them look up, what the
0: hell is this? What kind of show are we going to watch? Which we were not far off, but you know, no, actually we were pretty far off. (laughs) You know. Oh. So, all right. So today, uh, we have our first guest on our first podcast for Behind the Act Curtain. We are sitting down with Amanda Palmer. She is a
1: the one, the only. <laughs> the one <laughs> <and> <laughs> only
0: right? She has been a staple, dare I say, at the uh, Encore Repertory Company for man. I would say the last ten years. Ten years. Is that right? Ten years, right? Because I actually met you long time. Um, when you auditioned for actually you auditioned for my, Me First with Beauty and the Beast. But didn't you do a show with Encore before then? I did.
3: I did Joseph. You were in Joseph.
0: It was, that. You were in Joseph. was that your yeah. that was your first show with Encore, right?
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Real quick, let me just throw out the Encore Repertory Company, located in Winsaka, Rhode Island. Uh, they're the in-house repertory company at the stadium theater. Um, and uh, they've been there for, since I think 97. They've been there for a long time. Uh, Kathy Fortier and her mother and friend of theirs started the organization uh, to help with fundraising to help renovate the theater and bring it back to life, which has been done 10 times over. Um, so they're the ones we thank for doing what we do at the theater and giving all of us the opportunity to come together and meet each other.
1: It's grown a lot since those those early days.
0: But those are the early days we want to get into today. Uh, Even before Encore, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of get into a little bit of, uh, you know, the past, the history. Um, I know of a few things that you did before you came to Encore, Um, but, you know, let's even go back a little bit further. Um, How old were you when you started doing theater or were you interested in theater?
3: I think I was maybe nine. I think now, it was nine. Did
0: you do any dancing prior yeah. to or anything like that? Yeah,
3: I did like three years of dancing at the physical uh, Physical Attitude Studio in Pasco, and then I think I took like voice lessons,
1: maybe. You think you took I lessons? You I don't took... know? You're not You're not You're not positive. <laughs> I'm but... really
3: not positive. <laughs> I can't remember. Was that a dark time I in I took... your life?
1: Did you blacked out or something, or uh, you know, it's interesting.
3: I just don't remember that far back. Oh. I think I took voice lessons, and I think I learned. There is a castle, the Castle on a Cloud song from okay. Lewis. Okay. Oh
1: right. my god, everybody learns everybody that, knows that song.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then I learned Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> and, and
0: this I, was in the, the voice lessons you don't remember?
3: Yeah, I think so. I don't remember who the back. lessons were with. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Um, and then my dad was like, hey, uh, there was Annie auditions with the theater company of Rhode Island at like, the Assembly Theater, which is in, in Barreville. Harris, in Harrisville. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, OK. And I went and auditioned, and I didn't get cast. So Burn. for like three years, I didn't do anything. And maybe when I was like...
0: So wait a minute. 30. You didn't get cast in your first audition. And then you waited three years to yeah. try again.
3: I was scarred for life. <laughs> I was scarred for life. I like to
0: think that I've scarred a lot of children in the same way. I, the director I'm was not sure nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have.
3: So then I auditioned for The King and I with the same company.
1: Okay. Didn't and learn your lesson.
3: I did not learn my lesson. Okay. No, I walked in with... A part of your world from The Little Mermaid ready to audition with.
1: I wouldn't have cast you just for that. Uh,
3: Well, apparently the director thought the same thing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's awesome. And,
3: like, so you know how every director gives, like, you know how every director gives, like, (laughs) a little speech before auditions start? Well, one of the things in the speech was, like, and if you think you're going to get up here and sing all seven verses from A Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. He
0: picked that song out of any possible song. And you were like... Oh, shit,
3: that's my song. Yes, it was awful. I went up there and I sang it anyway.
0: That's awesome. So were you cast as a lead? Yeah, uh, no. Ensemble.
3: Ensemble. I was 13 and I was cast as a wife in The King and I.
0: Wait. the like wait. Your, wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> your face! Is that was fantastic. It <laughs> a second to sink in. <laughs>
1: Is this director on a list?
3: <laughs>
1: does he have to check he in? He was not nice. <laughs> he was not nice to
3: kids, that's for
1: yeah. right sure. Uh, uh, maybe he's yeah, doing that middle like, like, school, like, ha, uh, punch her in the arm. You're going <laughs> yeah, to be my wife. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, that particular director has a reputation yeah. for that. Hey, yeah. does this rag it's smell so like chloroform to you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so I got a question for you. In that three year gap between your first audition and never auditioning for three years, did you think about doing anything in between? I mean, were you continuing to dance? Were you doing anything like to, to prepare you?
3: I was dancing. I definitely took a couple of years of dancing. And then I, I did gymnastics for a little while. But um, no, I didn't want to do anything You were at just
0: all. so scarred. You're like, I can
3: never do it again. Yeah. And then finally, my dad was just like, no, you're doing it. I don't care. You're doing it. <laughs> and I did. and That's
0: awesome. All right, so you do The King and I. Yep. At Har- in Harrisville um, as an ensemble. Yeah. Now, a lot of these kids come in to theater and, you know, they get cast in an ensemble. A lot of them will take it just because they want to be with their friends. Did you know anybody else that was involved in the show? Or were you just walking in there... Didn't know anybody. I didn't
3: know anybody. You didn't know nobody.
0: No. So it wasn't like, oh, so my friends are in this, so I'll take on something. It was yeah. like, oh, my God, they even considered me. I'm taking this
1: part.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'm doing it. That's yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's awesome. So you were a 13-year-old wife. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to look up that director. I was
0: going to 14. I might <laughs> I think have 14 should, if that makes it any it's better. It's fine. I'm I think I sure. should do it. Doesn't win. Win. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty <laughs> creepy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to buy, buy that not guy Not for nothing, but, you know. As a director, I can say some of these kids have grown up in the company, you know, they eventually start playing these leading ladies, and we have these 15, 16-year-old girls who are playing the adults in the
1: shows. Oh, yeah.
0: So I can, you know, it it's theater, and it's all depending on how you look. You did,
1: know. You, uh, did you look old for... Did you... <laughs> I was her if she was old and busted, she I I was
0: 13. you know. I don't
1: think so. <laughs> no. Well, we already determined she basically blacked out during that time, right, so... Right, right, You never know. Yeah. I just don't remember. She went a drinking binge. <laughs> she was like in the alley
0: I might
3: doing have made drugs. it
0: up. I'm not sure. <laughs> <'Cause
1: all laughs> nice. We are going right. to verify all of this after. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to do a background check. So you do the King and I.
0: Yeah. Um. Was it a good turnout, big audiences, was it it a good show? It was
3: a good show, I think. Yeah, I think it was a really good show. Um, I made a couple of friends that I still communicate with today, so that's that's always nice.
0: That's cool. Mm -hmm. So, after The King and I, you do what?
3: Well, my best friends growing up were my neighbors, um, Danielle and Diane, and they had a friend who was in Peter Pan, at On- with Encore.
0: Oh, gee, I want to find all these individuals. And
3: I went with them to see Peter Pan, and was like, "Oh my gosh, I have to do stuff like that." First of all,
0: and then you went and then back to the assembly. Yeah.
3: Oh, right. And then so like a particular group of people started their own company right. in Barville, and they were doing a couple of like cabarets, and I did those, and then they were like, "Oh." We're doing Greece. They, they were doing their first like full musical. I was like, yes. I was still really young and I auditioned. And I know that they called my dad first and asked his permission if I could
0: play Sandy.
1: Are you going to ever, marry you? Uh,
0: <laughs> they thought, have you
1: ever done that? Called a parent and asked permission? No. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's weird. It is they weird. They called <laughs> my
3: dad first did and you, asked permission.
1: Did you have,
0: or did you? did they know your dad ahead of time? Now you said you had done a couple of cabarets with them. Yeah. Um, So being involved in those, did your dad have like a reputation of not wanting you to do these things? Or were they afraid of your dad? Like, oh, we gotta ask this guy first.
3: Kind of. (laughs) My dad was like really protective, I think. controlled a lot of like what what we did when we were little which i'm thankful for today
0: now you say we so it's you you have siblings yeah
3: i have three siblings three
0: siblings older younger younger i'm the oldest okay so he's protective of you guys yeah and this company's like, this guy's got them under his thumb. We need to ask we
1: need to ask his permission.
0: see yeah. where this, okay, it's yeah. making sense now. It's Barville too, it so <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a good chance he has a gun. <laughs> 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 Gotta be careful. It's
0: true, that's <laughs> true. I didn't think about that, but you're right. It makes a lot of sense. All right, so before we get to that production, what do you sing for them? Because this is this is they getting to know you by doing a few small cabarets with them. What are you singing for them? Are you singing part of your world? Say, if, you, no. <laughs> if you say part of your world,
1: just get the fuck out. No. <laughs>
3: I actually auditioned with On My Own from oh, Les nice, <sighs> nice, nice, nice.
0: Believe it or not. Hmm, yeah. interesting.
1: <laughs> the standard uh, yeah. audition yeah. songs.
0: Oh, I've heard that song so many times. I know. The
1: only thing worse than that is when a kid shows up and sings Happy Birthday.
0: With no accompaniment of the piano at all. Yep. Because if you can't follow a piano for Happy Birthday you're not going to be in the nope. show. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry.
0: <laughs> all right, so you sing, what do you sing for their cabarets?
3: Um, I think the only, really the only thing I remember is we did like a Lima's section in one of the okay. cabarets and I sang all of Fontaine's stuff. Oh, nice. I sang like I Dreamed a Dream and stuff and they were like, oh, you know, she's pretty good, whatever.
0: And then they were like, you auditioned for their, did we say what the show was yet? You auditioned for? Greece. And they were like, all right, we got to see what this girl can do. So you yeah. auditioned for Greece. Yeah. And?
3: And they gave me Sandy.
0: You got the lead. I
3: got the lead.
0: So she went from... Not being cast. being Not being cast, taking three years off. Yep. Uh, she's in the ensemble as a 13-year-old wife in The King and I. <laughs> Does a couple of songs in a cabaret to Sandy. Yeah. How does that happen?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's those <laughs>
0: lessons that she doesn't remember. It's, it's got yeah, to it's it's, it's, be. That blackout period, yeah. something had to have happened in there that just yeah. made it.
3: I had a lot of people who have faith in me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Persistence. Yeah.
0: So you're doing Grease yeah. at the Assembly Theater in Harrisville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how was that experience?
3: It was actually, um, most of it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the cast was just really young, so a lot of people butted heads yeah. during well, it. Well, they were also
0: a new company. Yeah, they, they were a brand new company. Yeah. This was their first actual full production they Yeah,
3: do. yeah. But it was really, really, really fun. I mean, I did it with a lot of my friends, both Danielle and Diane, who I grew up with, were in it. I met Mac Orgone and his family mm-hmm. through it, Corbin. so. Yeah, no, it was really fun.
0: I, in... I went to see that show. It is my confession. I went to see that show because I knew the Gorgons as well. I knew Dave and his two kids, uh, the wife. We were friends with the family because they had done some stuff with Encore. Um, so my wife was like, oh, they're doing the show at the assembly in Harrisville. Now I, back in the day when I was a kid, I used to perform at the assembly theater all the time. Uh, I was with a company called Shoestring Players which is now Defunct. Yeah. Um, but by doing shows there, I knew the building, I knew the place. I was like, yeah, well, that's fine. We can go and see it. Amanda Palmer plays Sandy in Greece. Did she kill it, dude?
1: I don't remember her. <laughs> so, <laughs> I dude. do not remember her at all. So let, yeah, let me get this straight. Lead. <laughs> She's the lead. She is the lead, yeah. and you don't remember her. Nope.
3: That's how good I was, guys.
0: <laughs>
1: and I think, I think,
0: oh my god, I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot here. I think Alex. Was Danny? Yeah. Okay. I'll so, yeah. so he stood out. I must have remembered somebody in that show. <laughs> yeah. Never. Okay. So he was... <laughs> he must have been. <laughs> he was young. They he, were must young. he must have been young too. They were really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were young. Well, it was. It was a young. It was a young group. Because mm-hmm. uh, the woman who started the company, her daughter had done a lot of theater with us. And when they went and started their own company, I want to say the daughter was only 15, 16 years old. Wow. So I think they used a lot of that same age for yeah. their leads. Yeah. Again, going back to, you know, you got a 13-year-old wife. Uh, it all depends yeah. on how you look. So if your whole cast... Is about the same age range, you can pass that off as, yeah.
1: suspension of disbelief. And there's
0: lots of it.
3: We had one guy, Kinnicky, who was really old. He was maybe You in know his what? I
1: remember that because I wanted to be like, who invited the dad? <laughs> he was in
3: his, like, like late 30s. Wait, yeah, he was, was really
1: he the old. director from
0: the rock <laughs> show? I, don't know what <laughs> I do remember that now <laughs> that you say it because I was like, that is so odd because they had all these young kids in the yeah. show and then they had, I mean, okay. Teen Angel, Teenage. I think, was Dave. Dave. So that made sense that he was an adult because he wasn't part of that teen group. But of the, of the kids in the high school, it was like young, 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 30-year-old, <laughs> I was like, what
2: old is dude. going on yeah. up there?
0: But uh, yeah, I remember, in, and I don't know if you've have you ever been in the uh, assembly in Asheville. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small stage. It's yeah. a small space, small wing space. So, you know, there's, there's only so much you can do in that you know, space anyway. I can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt, I do not remember Mander in that show. At all.
1: It's bullshit. <laughs> Maybe she's making it up.
0: Yeah. I'm not making it up. This <laughs> is her resume. I actually remember uh, this. Oh okay. uh, Yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember her at all. So I didn't actually, and I didn't even realize it's not till later on. You're gonna make her cry. <laughs> it's not till later on that she comes to encore. We cast her, and then my wife tells me that I've seen her on stage, and it was like, yeah, no, I got nothing.
1: <laughs> so Kathy's in on this too.
0: Well she remembered her. Okay. She remembered her, I did not. Okay, so Grease comes and goes. Yeah. Okay, and then what do you do after that?
3: After that, actually, Matt was auditioning for Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Coat with Encore. Okay. He's like, Oh, you should come audition. So it's like, alright. So I did, I went and I auditioned and they didn't cast me. Wow. They didn't, it, right? they didn't cast
1: me. <laughs> Everybody got cast in that. <laughs> it
3: was really upsetting. They didn't cast
0: me. Let me ask you a question. Your first time auditioning yeah. for Encore. Yeah. Now, I can say, not one of the shows I directed. True. I actually had no involvement in that show at all. We had somebody else directing the show at the time. Um, do you feel that when you came in and audition, was it, was it a good audition experience, or were you like, these guys are all friends, that's why I didn't get cast? Or was it, I just didn't do, I didn't do my best, and maybe that's why it didn't cast me? Or were you just like, I have no fucking idea? I had
3: literally <laughs> no idea. I had no idea how I didn't get a cast. But then I, you know, convinced myself that I was just being stuck up or whatever. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. But like two weeks later, I got a call from the director. And he was like, well, we had someone drop. And we were wondering if he wanted to come in and play the color mauve. All right.
0: Now, I remember seeing that show. Were you in that show? I don't want to talk
1: about it.
2: <laughs> you were in that show. show.
1: I might have. been. Yeah. Were you old Jesus? Who were you in the show? Well, I, Joseph.
3: Jesus is yeah. even in
1: it. Yeah. Oh. There's, there's no Jesus. in <laughs> Another show I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Another show Amanda Palmer ended up doing. It. I don't remember. There, there was some directorial vision involved with yeah. that show that yeah. was interesting. So they decided that they were going to have a like a young you know decently in shape joseph and then after he goes away for all those years he's going to come back and be fat and have a beard (laughs) you know what i do remember you in that show did you not wear a shirt no they wanted you to not wear a shirt so so they when i agreed to do that they were like okay you know and this is the vision i'm like okay but when i'm older joseph i want to wear a costume and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know that's fine. And we get to Tech Week, and I I go <laughs> to my dressing room, and my costumes are hanging there, and my my costume for like the whole second half of the show is just a tunic, <laughs> 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 like just a little the loin red, cloth. yeah, the loincloth. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? So they ended up going out and getting this like cheap plastic gold set of abs oh yes, that was for a, you know like a, a kid, and it yeah. didn't really fit. It, it was. It was interesting. <laughs> I, 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 that was my dark time that was your in my life. That was,
0: you wish you could forget that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so you get a call, and yeah. they're asking you to be mauve. Now, mauve, in the show, there's all different colors, I yeah. believe, right? Yeah, lots of colors. Is there a, is, is there a lot involved in being mauve?
3: Yeah. Yeah, so it was like, mom was just like part of the character, but I was also
1: So is, it, is it an part. ensemble part, or is yeah. it kind of, it's, an it's ensemble a named part. ensemble part? Yeah. Okay, so I want to throw this out here because it's been a theme. I do not remember you in that show. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the show. I was you in are. the show, and I no don't remember That <laughs> me. I
2: don't
3: That's understand. Awesome. Uh, that
0: is awesome. Yeah. Once
3: upon uh, a time, I was really quiet and didn't talk
0: to people. <laughs>
1: And I was you. bad. I saw the show.
0: You I uh, were in the show. If you
1: remember? I kind of, I kind of kept to myself during that. You know, if I was wearing that costume, I would have kept to myself. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
0: So you're Marvin Joseph. Yeah. And that show actually ran three weekends. Did it not? Was that a three weekend show? I think it was. Was it two, two. weekends? Two. I
3: think it was two. We've only it was done. Was two
0: weekends. At Encore. We've only done. I want to say one or two shows for three weekends. Yeah. It was insane. You know what? It couldn't have been two weekends because we didn't start that until Beauty and the Beast doing three weekends. I
1: thought I thought Joseph was two weekends. Okay, it
0: it was two weekends. I
1: think it was two Two weekends, not three, not three.
0: Right, and it had flying in it. Yeah. Right, they did fly. I remember the flying from the show um, because it was the first show that I was not involved as the director, and we did flying. Yeah. Which is always pretty cool to have the flying. You did not fly in that show. I did not fly. Yeah. So you're involved in the show. Yeah. show went really well. I remember it was it was a big success. Yeah, it was fun. Um, there were, it was a huge cast. It was huge. So I want to say there was like 50 people or more in that cast. Oh, my
3: gosh. So you did not get cast no. in
0: the first 50 to 60 people I know, that were b- called.
3: Bullshit. But you
0: did get called after the fact. <laughs> I did. As a, as, a, as a side thought, hey, we need somebody to fill in. Can I know. You as a side that? thought. I always hate making those phone calls. Cause, but That's you make true. them think that there was like a list. Oh, you were top of the list. You were the first one we call.
1: That's not the in way. reality. It's like, listen, <laughs> we just need someone that can breathe. I always do that. We just need someone. We to need can a warm body. <laughs> we need you to fill a hole in the stage. Okay. But
0: here's the thing: you you just came off of being Sandy. Yeah. So anybody who had seen that show or has worked with you um, now knows you're capable. So it's not like they were just bringing in. Even though the director might not have known you there were people in that show because i know matt and his yeah. dad and his brother they were all in that show yeah. as well so even if you know they were like hey she's pretty good if you need somebody
1: i um, do remember dave in that yeah show.
0: dave was in that wasn't he the elvis guy i don't see i'm not all. yeah he was yeah he was the pharaoh, pharaoh and he's yeah. kind of yeah i remember yeah, that that was I so that. Fun. Oh, it was fun it was, it was a great he was he's so a great fun. he was a great character actor yeah he did all the great little bit parts oh, so gosh. not that that was a bit part but so he was good he always had those great character yeah parts. Um, okay, so you do Joseph. Yep. And then what do, you, what do you move on to after that?
3: I did a summer like, cabaret thing with Encore. I think George Martin.
0: Would this be Cabaret 2005? I think
3: so. It was right before Beauty and the Beast.
0: So summer eight, okay. <laughs> this is when I first remember Amanda Palmer. Oh,
1: shit. The cabaret?
0: <laughs> I remember this cabaret, and here's why. She sang a song uh, with another girl. Uh, from Rent.
2: Yep.
0: It's Take Me or Leave Me. Yep. I now hate that song <laughs> and
1: always will for the rest of my life. You realize we're never going to get a again. again. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> People are like fuck that. Right, I'm yeah. going on that
0: show. People are going to cut me down for the first twenty minutes. No, seriously. I remember her from that show. This is the first time I remember her, and because so that's a plus, kind of. No fault to her they butchered that song immensely. The person no, she sang the song with, they should not have been singing that song together. If she would have sang it with someone else, it could have been okay.
1: Oh God, you gotta they tell me not. who she sang it with.
0: She sang it with this girl, Ashley, who should not have been singing that song as well. <laughs> Let's just say <leave> that. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Um, <laughs> It was not a good song. The cabaret overall was a fun show. There was, I mean, there was there was a lot of interesting choices made during that show, and you know, the cabarets are just kind of, you know, we invite people to do that. There's no audition. That was the one that, that,
3: like, the first act was all music, and the second act was all dancing, right?
0: Pretty much, yeah. The The first act was like in a bar, kind of a thing. There was a bar, and everybody. We did a dance to "Feel
3: Good" by Is it by the Gorillas?
1: Yes, yes. Gorillas, "Feel Good."
3: Uh, Yes,
0: I'll tell you,
1: I kind of miss the summer cabarets. It was a nice little.
3: Like break Display
1: from. of. Uh... I'm not. I'm not saying anything negative. But if you notice, the last time
0: we did a cabaret was this particular cabaret we're talking about right now. <laughs> so you ruined <laughs> it. for the Case in point, of us. this <laughs> one song <sucked>. could have <laughs> been the whole reason. Uh, yeah, never doing and it again. And it's funny too because later on, I end up directing Rent, uh, as we'll get to, um, and. Even when we did that show, I still, still did not it. like that song. It's like the song I do not like. If anybody's like, oh, I'm going to sing this song, I'm already, I'm just, no, I'm turned off
1: right I just want to say now, I do remember you in Rent. <laughs> 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 so you do Summer Summer Cabaret yeah. 2005, yeah. Um, and that was, that was the one with
0: all the dancing, the second yeah. act. You did the glow stick number. Yes. Oh, that was so cool. That was such a great number. Um, and then that brings us to... Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. 2005. Yeah, this is when I can honestly say this is the first time I got to work with you because mm-hmm. again I was not involved in that cabaret. I was involved with Joseph, um, and this is the first time that um, as a director we're getting this big, huge show. It's the first time yeah. we're going to do Beauty and the Beast. We're doing the full production. We're doing it with adults and um i remember she came out and she auditioned i couldn't tell you what she auditioned with i have no idea it was probably a blame Miz or a blue mermaid song
3: was
2: <laughs> yes. yes. it really it was it
0: probably oh was goodness. i wouldn't be surprised whatever hey when you have a, <laughs> when you have a go-to song change it right? Up. um so yeah you auditioned tell yeah. us what was what was what was that like auditioning for beauty and the beast
3: horrifying it was the most terrifying experience ever and that's because the entire theater was filled. It with was. People. It that was, was our box date.
0: That was the biggest turnout for an audition we've ever had. It was, was insane. I was there for that. It, it was took insane. A long time. It yes. did. That was that was a that was like a three day process. We can usually like cast in a night. It but was. That was like a three. Day.
3: Insane.
0: Just so everybody knows, that little weird noise in the background is a cat door. My cats keep.
3: Yeah. Right? <laughs>
0: That's not people running out of the
1: studio. Like,
3: <laughs> we can't hear we're not kid, John.
1: the the cats are actually gathering around my feet and like clawing <laughs> they, they at they me like you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting
1: creeped out. Someone's getting electrocuted.
0: <laughs> all right, so you, you're auditioning for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. You sing. what did you say? On my own.
3: I think so. Yeah. On my
0: own from Les Mis. Okay. Now, out of all those people, and I wish, I wish I had the number to say there were this many people, but there were a lot of people. It was in the hundreds for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came out, uh, and we had literally all, it was an all ages show, mm-hmm. so we had kids, we had adults, we had a lot of people come out for that show. Uh, so, what were you? What part did you get? Were you in the ensemble again? No. For Beauty and the Beast.
3: No, I auditioned for Silly Girl. I remember putting that down on like my audition sheet. Mm-hmm. I wanted Silly Girl. I was number twenty six.
0: Wow, remember that. you remember your number? Do you have like the sticker somewhere, like on your wall?
3: I had it for a really long time.
2: <laughs> so,
1: for a really uh, long time.
3: <laughs> on my year.
1: I'm making a notation that she got off of drugs and (laughs) and she can remember stuff.
3: (laughs) No, uh, I remember the day that you called me. My dad was outside mowing the lawn and it was like beautiful. It was beautiful weather. And we heard the phone ring and I remember everyone was on edge because we were all waiting for the call. And I was outside and my mom answered the phone and then she called me in. She was like, Amanda, Fred's on the phone. And I like, Immediately, like start shaking. I break out in hives. It's gonna nervous. break my heart. Yes, I just wanted to be a silly girl. I just wanted to be silly. If girl. you
0: were offered ensemble, would you have taken it?
3: Yes, I would have taken it.
0: Yeah, you're right. You would have taken it.
3: <laughs> and I remember you. Asking if I wanted to play Bell and I sobbed <laughs> for like an hour and a half after I sobbed. I was so excited. It was the best day of my entire life. I remember we had a barbecue that night to celebrate. Nice. We did. Oh,
1: wait a minute. I didn't even get invited.
3: Jesus. What the hell?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like barbecue. That
1: guy cashed you as Bell. At least <laughs> him a, an Italian sausage or something. Um,
0: now... She comes out and auditions. I had remembered her from the cabaret, that tragic portrayal of Take Me or Leave Me. Oh, God. Um, And she auditions, and we're, we sit down. I remember this in casting. We sit down, and we start talking about who we want. And she, one, she was mentioned as one of the possibles for Belle. Um, and there weren't many possibles for Belle, but she was definitely one of them. If I, I honestly can't say how many we had. Um, but there was, my first question was, she was new to the company. <laughs> Um, I didn't know her in anything except for that horrible cabaret um, performance. So, <laughs> let, me, let me say that that performance of that song, I said, in her audition was amazing, I said, do we want her to do this? And she goes, and my wife says to me, you've seen her perform before other than that cabaret. And I was like, where? I've never seen, oh, she was in Joseph, I guess, mob, I don't know, I don't even remember the show. She goes, I don't, she I was, was there, Sandy I don't in Greece when we went to see it at the assembly and I was like, nope, nothing. Couldn't couldn't place her. I didn't even remember what she looked like. I was like, yeah, I don't remember that at all. My wife was like, wow, we just saw it like a year ago. And uh, yeah, I did not remember her. But I did remember from the camera. Ring. And you almost were not Belle. <gasps> and I will tell that story now, real quick. I'm
3: excited about this You story. were
0: almost not Belle. Beauty and the Beast 2005 was such a huge undertaking for the Encore Repertory Company that we went out and we rented costumes from mm-hmm. another company. We had to get, um, we, we paid one shot some and they gave us all their costumes. So we had to cast people that would fit in the costumes. So my customers were very present in the casting of the show. They had a lot of say and we... Whoever gives the customer say over who gets what? But because of the, the restrictions that Disney presents, you can't have identical, like when you get a rider for Disney, you can't do anything exactly like the movie. Like if Belle's dress is that particular blue with the white and the apron, it has to be a shade off or a pattern has to be put in it. It can't be identical. So because we rented these costumes that were already designed to be used, we had to get people who fit the costumes. So these costumes all had measurements with them. So when we sat down, we were all on board. Amanda was lining up. She was going to be our bell. The customers spoke up. And they were like, we have a problem. And I was like, what is the problem? They said she's too busty for the costume. Yeah, That's a good problem 15. to have. <laughs> she That's was good 15. Good. I was 15. She was 15. And they were like, she's too busty.
3: Yeah.
0: We can't get her in that costume. And I was like... I don't care what you have to do. Taper down. Do
1: something. <laughs> you're gonna get her in that costume because that's who we wanted. Did this end up being the most pornographic Beauty and the Beast ever? Like just busting. No, no. Because okay. they. I don't.
0: I don't. I honestly can't tell you if what they did to make it happen. But we made it happen. I was like, she's gonna be Belle. That's now on you guys. To the take costumes care of it. fit me
3: like a glove.
0: Yeah, the co- they. I think they were just concerned. They said she's very busty. We don't know if she'll fit in. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to get us to prepare somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, no. I said that's one of those moments where I was kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna make the decision. Yeah. she's gonna get the part.
2: Woo hoo!
0: Yeah. So she, her chest almost prevented her from being <laughs> Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> well. I mean, she could have run up the Gaston, maybe skipped once the wrong way, knocked them across the room, who knows, oh, but God. if that was gonna be the case, that's what was gonna happen. <laughs> uh, which wasn't the case, because Gaston was much taller. So, um, yeah, I almost didn't get yeah. Bill because of that reason. I had big boobs. Yeah,
1: she did. At 15. Almost didn't get Bill because of boobs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, here I am, you know, uh, uh, I'm much older than her, and I'm having to have this conversation with not only um, my wife, who wasn't my wife yet at the time, uh, but you know, I'm a member of the the production staff, and here we are discussing this fifteen year old girl's boobs and whether or not they were going to fit into a yeah. car. Not a comfortable maybe it's a conversation director. to have. I maybe mean, it's like a
1: director thing. <laughs> like, all, uh...
0: I have to I have to make the tough calls, man. And this when this stuff is dropped on me, I gotta go with it. Yeah. I don't choose to be. In, and I'm like, can we discuss her boobs for a minute?
1: <laughs> you know, when you start to have those conversations, you're like a stone's throw from being there like, is a lot a, 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 a B grade. <laughs> Director.
0: <laughs> there is a fine line you're going to walk as a director. It's like, you never want to cross that line at any time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get we, we like to ride that line sometimes. <laughs> that,
1: might, that might have been the wrong terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's, we'll, we'll edit that out. <laughs> All right, so you are Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Now that yeah. show runs three weekends. That's yeah. the first time we ever decided to do a show that many performances and let me tell you I wanted to kill myself it and was that so show was long. that was a long run yeah. by the end of the second weekend I was like I could be done right now yep. we could go home tonight on that Sunday and I would have been okay with it yeah no we had another I, weekend I can't
1: imagine weekend. doing three weeks it's just it's so time on the two week shows that you yeah. like said that last Sunday you're, you're just beat you're, yeah. you're done it's been I know.
3: think everyone felt like that even
1: the cast oh totally yeah everyone was like we've gone too far yeah. <laughs> it was it was too long it was,
0: it was definitely too long it was a it was it was a phenomenal show. Yeah. We had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, there's so many great moments in that show. Um, you know, we had an amazing cast. We had flying, which was awesome. We yeah. actually performed. A, um, a mid-air transformation. The Beast flew up into the air, spun and changed from Beast to Prince, and then was lowered back down onto the mm-hmm. stage. Uh, it was amazing. The show was great. It was so amazing, in fact, that we had one particular night uh, where that transformation didn't happen.
3: Oh, my god! It didn't happen. I remember uh, Why
0: that. don't you tell us about that?
3: That was, oh, my gosh, it was horrifying. I think I was green, like, the entire <laughs> scene. I was just, like, so sick to my stomach. I just remember, like, leaning down and being like, the wires didn't come out.
0: So to fly the beast, the, the, the flying unit, he has to collapse on the floor. Yep. She throws herself over him. And as it's happening, we're lowering the line sets to her.
3: And then I clicked, her clicked job him in. Clicked him in. To click yeah. him in.
0: Well, what happened was one night, there's two line sets, one for each hip, so he can do a swivel flip. And one of the line sets got caught up, and the uh. other one continued to come down. So one of them's tangled up on the lights yep. or something, and only one came down. Yep. So there she is, all by herself oh on gosh. the stage, and there's no one who can help them in this situation. Yep. All we could do was sit back and watch and see how this was going to unfold.
3: Yep. And Jack, all he did was like whisper back to me, and he was like, "I got it." <laughs> and he did. He, I don't, I don't remember what he did. He did like somersaults and he
0: like he had this giant cloak wrapped mm-hmm. around them, which was supposed to wrap him up, so he could take his prosthetic pieces off and drop them when he was in the air. Mm-hmm. And he basically. Did a twist as he stood, turned his back to the audience, did all of that. And then he flipped it up over his head and just let it hit the floor. And then he just kind of stood there where he would have been in the air. And he presented the same uh, arms out position. And then he turned slowly towards the audience. Oh my gosh, it was really good. It was really good. I remember sitting there watching Amanda like shitting my pants myself. I thought I was going to die. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? She can't hear me. Nobody can hear me except the stage manager. And the stage manager was like, Fred, there was nothing I can do. You're freaking out. Please, you're freaking me out. Stop. I was like, no. what's going to happen? What's going to happen?
1: What's no. going to happen? That's one of those situations where <laughs> after it happens to, the producer goes, shit, we could have saved a lot of money. On <laughs>
0: thing
1: <laughs> thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was.
0: It was the one time yep. he didn't fly and yep. it looked just as good it was as so good. Uh, any other
3: time.
0: Yep. So you're to say almost as good. Almost as good. It looked almost as good. because I when think he we feared, had fog,
3: right? We did. We, we have had fog. And like a green lights, light. The lights would yep. flick
0: so yeah. we had a lot of um, special effects going on to, yeah. to, to mask it, but just the fact that he wasn't up in the air. So. I hate fog as a sound guy. <laughs> Why? As a sound well, guy? Because oh, of the- you can hear the... <laughs> yeah, you can hear the machine spitting out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, until they make a quiet one, or um, they
1: probably do have quiet ones. Take note. Um, it's probably really expensive. Yeah. Until the theater wants to buy a quiet one. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal messages. Yeah, right? <laughs> we
0: Um, yeah, but no, I remember Beauty and the Beast, uh, was an amazing, amazing show. You know, that was the first time I got to know Amanda and her family. I met her mom and her dad. Um, so yeah, that was, that was just a great, great, great show. So let's see, Beauty and the Beast 2005 wraps after three weekends. Yep. And then what do you do after that? What, what happens after that?
3: Um, after that, so two like two weeks or so after my dad passed away
0: now your dad was very sick
3: well yeah he was sick his whole life he was born with something called holmes heart and he like he only had half of a heart um so he was only supposed to live to see his first birthday and he ended up being like 43 wow with like four kids and a wife. so yeah that's pretty awesome um but he passed away um really it was two weeks right after Beauty and the beast
0: closed and you had already auditioned for and were cast in
3: sound of music i think or christmas, christmas, carol. christmas carol oh carol. yeah because it was tech week tech week was when his funeral was right yeah
0: right so you were already in production you yep. just come off one show Yep. already in production for another, another show mm-hmm. and then your dad passes away yeah how how did you manage to do all that and continue to do the show
3: my, honestly, the theater was so much like a family. It really was. It was a lot easier than you might think it, it would be, to be honest.
0: Now, I got a chance to talk to your dad yeah. before he passed away, and um, it was during Beauty and the Beast. Beauty yeah. and the Beast had, was just wrapping up. Uh, it had to be, I don't know if it was the last weekend or maybe second, could have even been first weekend. Um, but, you know, I had seen your dad coming in from time to time. And uh, I didn't talk to him a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew he was your dad. He picked you up. You guys left. And I was aware that he kept you guys. So before even, you know, what you were doing with those other companies, I knew he had a reputation of being very strict with the girls and the, the whole the kids in general. Yeah. Um, like, rehearsal was done. You left. You went home. Yep. They brought you. Boom, that's where you were. Um, and I'll, I'll never forget this. He he came up to me after one of the shows. And, uh, again, I didn't talk to him very often. But he came up to me and he said... Um, I, I'm really happy with her being here. Uh, she said, um, you know, I'm very comfortable with her being here, and you guys take really good care of her. When she's here, I know she's safe. And I thought that was, like, the nicest compliment yeah. you could give me. And uh, I was like, that's... We, you know... Once you do a show with me, you become one of mine. And it sounds creepy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you are not mine. Uh,
0: no, but it's like, these kids that come through, you know, you kind of take them under your wing, yeah. and it's like, you know... She comes in and we are, we're responsible for these kids that come in and uh, she becomes one of those, she becomes one of our kids and, uh, you know, it's its good to know that he thought you were safe there and you were in good hands and anytime you were there and I think that notion has kind of carried for all the years after, Yeah, you know, and anytime, not just for you, but for anybody who comes in, you know, we want you guys to be safe and we want you guys to be uh and in a good environment where you guys can, you know, be yourselves, grow and be talented and all that fun stuff. And lucky yeah. for us, the talents, you know, we use you for.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hopefully you're getting something yeah. on your end, but yeah, we're, we're definitely getting what we need on our end. Yeah. But yeah, no, I remember having that conversation with him and that's something I'll, I'll, I'll never forget having that conversation. He was a nice guy. He yeah. was a really nice guy. He was a nice dude. So, um, he passes away Yep. Uh, and literally that's during Tech Week of Christmas Carol. What were you in Christmas Carol?
3: I was a caroler, and there's like the, like Fred and his wife scene, the like party scene. Oh yeah, like the the
0: sister one. Yeah, sister, ugly sister. I don't know. They they always have different names.
3: Yeah, and I was in that scene, so it wasn't like a big massive thing.
0: Right, right. But still, with all of what was going on in your life, you come off of being this massive mega superstar leading lady to. Sister number two, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. the name of the game in yeah. the theater. You know, you get to you get to be the lead one show, and the next show, you know, That's you the fun part. be in the ensemble.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so um, we're going to take a quick break, real quick, before we get into more of Christmas Carol. I just want to do some of the... Uh, we have a little ad we need to get out here. This episode is brought to you by the Encore Repertory Company. Uh, the Encore Repertory Company is doing a production of Les Miserables. I say that? Les Miserables.
1: It's actually Miserables. pronounced less Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing Les Mis uh, Les at the Stadium Theater,
0: <laughs> Performing Arts Center in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Um, the, I'm going to read what they have as their um, advertisement on the website. The 2013 cast of the stadium's wildly successful Les Mis production returns this year for two amazing weekends. Now we did the show a year and a half ago and we're bringing it back uh, for two weekends. Uh, Based on Victor Hugo's classic novel, Les Miserables is an epic and uplifting story about the survival of the human spirit. The magnificent score of Les Mis includes the classic songs I Dreamed a Dream, On My Own, Stars, Bring Them Home, Do You Hear the People Sing, One Day More, Empty Chairs and Empty Tables, Master of the House, and many more. Spectacle on Broadway and in London, this local production of Les Mis promises to be an equally moving and powerful affirmation of the human spirit. This cast is made up of solely Les Mis diehards, that truly love the musical, and are they were selected to be part of this epic production. Now, like I said, we did this a year and a half ago. We've actually brought back, I would say, 90% of the original cast from the last time we did it, and then we took the other 10% of our usual uh, people that work on the encore shows, plugged them into the people who weren't able to come back, and I've got to say, sounds just as amazing, if not more, than the first time we did it. Oh, tickets are $21, and you can get those at the Stadium Theater box office or going to stadiumtheater.com. Okay, so we're back, and we left off with Christmas Carol. Yeah. Now, this is also 2005. Yeah. Because we just rolled out of Beauty and the Beast. Um,
3: so that's four shows in 2005.
0: You did four that shows right? in 2005. Yeah. yeah, that's what you did, right? Because you yeah. did um, Joseph, Joseph the Cabaret, Beauty and the Beast, and uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah. It's, it's that's was, a lot. Yeah. You figure, 3 months on average yeah. to do a show. That's you spent the entire year doing shows. Literally the much. entire year. Yeah. Even though some of them might have overlapped, it's literally an entire year of mm-hmm. shows. This was that's during long. my
1: during my theater hiatus
0: and you were off during that time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were 15. Yeah. Did you turn 16 during that year or was it until the following year?
3: Um well, cuz it's right at the end of the year that I turned right. that, that my birthday is, so
0: Yeah. So you were 15 I was 15, 15 the whole year old yeah. doing an entire year of shows mm-hmm. and rehearsing two to three nights a week mm-hmm. so it's
1: a lot it that, that is a lot and, and back then awesome. earlier you know the, the whole science of how to schedule rehearsals and everything I think it was still developing it was you oh know, it was now it's it's so much more uh it's more uniform because
0: we've done it so many times it's literally like bing 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 Mm -hmm. these are the days we're going to do it and then if we're overlapping shows it's the other three days back then it was like everybody
1: at every rehearsal yeah 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. it's tough because you're like you don't want to waste people's time but you also don't know how much you're going to get done you know, it wasn't the well-oiled machine that it is today yes. if you can even say I guess it. when no. you're when
3: you're a kid when you're in high school it doesn't matter well, you
0: got like, homework yeah. you got school so uh, we didn't were you, care, you though. were you working we weren't you, nah. you didn't have not a job at yet, yet. Like 15 so
3: no.
0: um so yeah so you would go to school and then you probably go home do some homework Homework. and then you would go right to rehearsal yeah. And rehearsals were what 6:30 to 9:30 were they 3 to hour rehearsals
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah when you have a 3 hour rehearsal you know, I mean, you were fifteen. We've done some shows where we've had little kids in the show. You know, eight, nine, ten years old. You know, you try to get them guys out as soon as you can. Yep. But
3: still, the best time is, ever. We well, loved it.
0: And that's the thing; these theater kids. That's all they want to do is they just want to be at the theater. Oh, yeah. We suck it up. Yeah, they do. They they could live if, if you were like, all right, just <laughs> go to sleep, and we're gonna wake up and start again tomorrow. It's on the yep. it's
1: the parents. I'm gonna tell you, I you know s- picking them up and dropping oh, them totally. off. That's what's. That's, yeah, that's that's, tough. that's where the toll gets to be. Yeah, yeah
0: we we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> all right so you do a christmas carol yep. you have the um sister 1 or sister 2 or yep. ugly sis cute sis i don't know they all have different names well.
3: caroling was
0: more fun so you guys caroled out in front yeah. of the theater that i think did, that was the
3: first year we did it it was the very first mm-hmm.
0: year we caroled which is cool we sent. we're basically like go outside in the freezing cold before you have to be in the show yeah and sing it Green was People. for like
3: 45 <laughs> minutes
0: before Five the opening minutes.
3: and then we would go inside and do like another. You'd couple move of into
0: songs. the lobby, you do yeah. some on um, the staircase or whatever, yeah. and then you would go down. It was there so much fun. It. That was about, I think we did two years of letting cast members do it. And then by the third year we were like, yeah, we're not gonna have cast members. I know do it I anymore. did yeah, I know I did
3: like two Two years and Matt Gorgon was like running the carol. He kind of headed it up. And then the third year, I think Mike Harris ended
0: it. Took it over. Yeah. Yeah. We used to let the cast members do it all the time. Yeah. But then it was like, you know, we, we need them to get ready. They got to do sound checks. They got to do all kinds of stuff. And we're like, we really can't have them doing it. So we, yeah. we kind of got away from it. We just brought other people in.
2: Yeah. That was the compliment.
0: only time I
3: was in both the show and caroling was that first year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So <coughs> we get away from that. So you do Christmas Carol. Yeah. For finishing up 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas Carol always. It's Christmas Carol, you know, every year. I, my saying is, this, how do you screw up Christmas Carol? <laughs> <laughs> and then every year
1: after that, it was like, what is
2: going on yeah. with Christmas Carol? Yeah. <laughs> well, Christmas Carol
1: is my favorite <laughs> show every year with a big grin of sarcasm. <laughs> two weeks, it's just yeah. glorious. And now,
0: were we doing Christmas Carol for two weekends Yeah. back then? Yeah, I think yeah. we always did Christmas Carol. Christmas for two Carol
3: weekend. has always been done two yeah. weekends. As so. long as I can remember. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it's. Everyone loves it. It is. It's, it's, it's a, it becomes it. a staple, you know, and you can do it every year and it's always a little bit mm-hmm. different. The directors always put their different spin on it. Yep. I actually don't think we've had the same director do Christmas Carol ever. ever. Like it's always been a different director, yeah. which is nice. It keeps it fresh and, you know, it's always it's always been fun. Um, but 2005 Christmas Carol.
1: Who directed it that year? Dave. Was that the year I Dave? Those Dave's. Dave's. I think
0: it was Dave
3: Gorgon, yeah. Because I, I had
0: done, I had been in a couple of Christmas Carols. I'm trying to think. It was I think not it was, 2005. I
3: think it was Dave. I remember Emily Luther was playing Fred's wife, and then that's all I remember.
0: Yeah, I couldn't tell you anybody. That Mac Gorgon or
3: was um, young Scrooge.
0: Yes, and I Jill
3: Rivers was Jill Belle. Was
0: Keegan was Belle, right? Yeah, because I do remember those scene together.
3: Yeah.
2: I so played. It was I played
0: Young Scrooge once or twice in my day. <laughs> <laughs> I was never the youngest of the Young Scrooges. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Christmas Carol comes to an end. Yep. And then, what are your? What do you? Where do you head after that? I
3: think we jump into Sound of Music.
0: Sound of Music after. was right. Spring Show of two thousand six yep. was Sound of Music. Um, and here we're back to Me not remembering (laughs) Manda for different reasons. You you cast her in the bell and then you don't remember her. Listen, I will state for the record I had a lot to drink the night I went to see that show. Uh. A lot, and again, I wasn't involved in the production in any way. Um, he
3: never remembers me
0: when I'm in a little
1: asterisk. Not involved in production (laughs) in any way before (laughs) having a lot to drink.
0: We we went to Chance. yeah, I had a scorpion bowl for two by myself, nice, and then we proceeded to drink. At the bar, yes. at the theater, and I—that's not one of my proudest moments <laughs> uh, in the theater. I did drink a lot that night, and I'm sure anybody tells you these stories. We'll look we'll into this story another <laughs> time. But this is there's a lot to it. Oh, but gosh. that was the reason I didn't remember. You were, oh, I do remember you in a nun costume. I was
3: a nun, yes.
0: But that's—I split second, like an image. Like there's a fleeting image in my mind of it. Yeah. So um, you auditioned for *Sound of Music*. Yep. How's that going?
3: Oh, it was fun. It was fun. I met a lot of friends.
0: Did you audition for any specific role?
3: No,
0: Um, I didn't. I remember after Beauty and the Beast, the sound of music Mm -hmm. becomes the highest auditioned show um, Encore has ever had.
1: I can imagine.
0: 200 plus people auditioned. It dwarfed
1: Beauty and the Beast, which was only six months earlier. How many times did... uh people there have to listen to the hills oh my god
0: you know what i was actually around for the casting i remember being i was involved in casting this was um i don't even remember the reason uh there was a very large casting crew involved Mm -hmm. in that production um and over 200 we actually did a separate audition i think for the kids um because there were so many people that came out i just remember there was a lot of back and forth over the casting of that show um i honestly don't remember specifics but there was it was it was going to be a big show mm-hmm. you know after we did beating the beast everything had to go up from there mm-hmm. and we just wanted that to be just as big as everything else and i do remember that that was it was a huge casting over oh, 200 mm, people came monstrous. out. um so to be cast in the show was saying something yeah. uh, and it was a big cast too i mean sound of music so is always a big cast yeah it was big i don't remember the
1: show who, who directed that uh george, george martin, martin
0: it was his first time directing too really? yep. um, and it was a, such a huge undertaking i think that's why we might have had so many people involved in the casting process because if he was a first-time director um and you know we were just helping him out and uh, it, was, oh God, it was so
1: massive. keep yeah. it running smooth yeah that's yeah, that's it what was it was
0: late. um and you know they cast the show and the show went up and, and sound and music everybody loves sound and music yeah um Come tell me what the show looked like. I don't. It's <laughs>
2: like. yeah, been a good Scorpion Bowl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was too good. Yeah. What's that? I don't
3: really remember anything about it either.
0: It just seems like it happened. Yeah. And then we on to something else. Yeah. I don't. I, again. About... I know the
3: music was really pretty. All the nun stuff was really. Cool.
0: Who was the lead in that? The leading female. Do you remember?
3: Meredith Waterman? Meredith
0: Waterman, yeah, think. okay. And Dave was, and Dave
1: was Kevin the on track? Yes, no. he was the leader. Was it odd going from being, uh, you know, a lead into the next show being ensemble, or was it just um, kind of refreshing to have it less refreshing. responsibility? Yeah, and, it, yeah, it
3: was yeah. really, I love ensemble.
1: know <laughs> a lot of people don't. It's,
0: but no, it's it's great that you say that, because there, there have been some people who have come through and it's like they will only take leads. It, it goes to you're show really you. are hurting yourself you're, doing that. I know. You're
1: not always You're not always a lead. You can yeah. go from a lead to an ensemble and Absolutely. it's all it's all the experience. Ensemble
0: is really fun. Ensemble, you actually have to do more Way in the more. ensemble than as a lead. Yeah. Way and, more. And people don't understand that. And, and as adults, an adult can grasp that concept, but we get a lot of these kids who come through, you offer from ensemble, and the parents are kind of like, eh, I don't know if we want to commit the time this kid is going to be on stage more than the leads mm-hmm. because you were in every dance number, every street scene, every walk across, yep. you were on stage more than the leads. Yep.
1: If you think, too, from a, a tech perspective, we use ensemble a lot for moving oh set pieces. Absolutely. And, and we've got a lot of people that do ensemble that then kind of come over to the dark side and yeah, start doing definitely. tech. They work backstage yeah. on shows. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And it, I mean, it's not, it's not that they're not as good as everybody else it all comes down to a look sometimes mm-hmm. i've cast shows based on looks i've cast shows based on height you know uh, if if you're like we did shrek the musical and we had this guy come in in the audition for polonius and he was literally like six i don't even if i had to guess i'd say he was like six seven he was ridiculously tall and just based on his height i was like this guy has to be next to our Farquad, because our Farquad's only gonna be three feet tall, and I said, in a combination of the two of them together, is gonna be a riot. Hilarious! And sure enough, it was. It was a good call, mm-hmm. and it was all. And he could sing. You know, he was he was a good singer, and he had acting chops. It was just based on that height alone. It, that's how he got that role. I can honestly say that. Uh, and I'm so glad I did because he's continued to work with us. He's a great guy. He's fun to talk to. Uh, he's great on stage. Anything you give him to do, yep. he's 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 really funny. Um, so. You're a nun in Sound of Music, and that show kind of goes by like a blur, because you (laughs) don't remember, I don't remember, it. and then we come to another monster, because Encore was all about doing the biggest shows they could, again and again. Now, this isn't the first time we've done it, this is now the second time we do Peter Pan. Wait, no, I
3: think it was the third.
0: No, was it the third? I think
3: it was the third, because... Rebecca
0: Capasa, didn't she play, play Peter Pan once? No? No. She, we had, Beth was the first Peter, no, we've only done it twice. Beth was our first Peter Pan, oh, I did, I did and Alyssa was my second Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah, we've only done that twice. You know what? I oh, think I did Mount, Mount did oh, it. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah, they
1: did do Mount it. Mount
0: did it. Okay. Um, so it's been at the theater three times, okay. but we've only done That's it twice. So. I,
1: I saw the Mount, Mount performance.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I did not get like to see Did they fly in the Mount? They did fly in the Mount performance, did Yeah. Didn't they? yeah. 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 Um, so, you audition for Peter Pan. Yeah. And you get... Tiger Lily. Tiger Lily. Movie. Tiger Lily. Yes. That show's a little racist. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah. if you really bad. S- I've done it so many times. If you actually sit back... And you watch it, and you see it in that—it's just skewed perception. It's old
1: school. It's—it's it's in that pre—it's like so oh, old the school have to change their yeah, name. Exactly, you know, it's, right? It's before all that crap. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, I remember that being just another monster of a show.
3: Yeah, that was really fun.
0: We had a giant set yep. that we rented that mm-hmm. didn't fit on the stage. It was mm-hmm. so big, in fact, we had to cut down one scene because that set would not fit on the stage. We—we we, the Lost Boys. Uh, woods.
3: Okay.
0: We pulled it apart. We just used two pieces of it. Yep. Couldn't use the whole thing. It was like a giant jungle gym. You got to go down the, the, yeah. the slide of the tree. It was and monstrous. It was cool. It was cool. Yep. Um, it was a lot of fun. So, was so what fun. was your experience on Peter Pan like?
3: Oh, it was so fun.
0: Because here you are now. You've got a couple of shows under your belt with yeah. Encore. You've been a leading lady. Here you are again in the leading of Tiger Lily. Yep. Um, you probably know almost everybody in the show yep. that are the regulars coming back. So, what, what, so what's that fun. like?
3: It was so much fun. We had a blast. The, like, little Indian tribe that we had was just, it was so much fun. I I would do it again, over and over again. It was so much fun. We got to do the Auto fest Parade. I do remember that.
0: Yes, the Auto fest Parade. That's we had great.
3: a, I remember we had, like, a big, huge pirate ship. We had a
0: float. Um, one of the guys who does our set designs yeah. uh, built us a pirate ship. Yeah. Uh, we put a PA on yes. the boat in our we, like, band, that we sing, uh, and we cool. won an award. We yep. won like best float, um, one of the categories.
1: Yeah. They have, like five categories. And, yep. and people who don't know in one Sock at the Autumn Fest parade, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> 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 Why do you say it like that? No, <laughs> I mean, it's true. And, uh, they, I, I, I've never, I've never been an Autumn Fest guy. I, I mean, I grew up in One socket, yeah, yeah. But there are people that. Travel to see the autumn fest parade. Yeah, it's like parades it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a big deal. parade. It is. It's yeah.
0: huge It's huge. I remember going as a kid and the sad thing is I remember going as a kid and it being like amazing Amazing like I waited for that to yeah. happen and now I go and I'm like, oh my god Is this what it was like then or has it declined? I think, I think it has declined. declined. It's definitely declined yeah. I just remember it being such a spectacle the bear tent is a staple
1: Oh. <laughs> I've never been in the beer tent, but it's a staple. Growing up in One Socket, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm only three years away from <laughs> being to the beer tent. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters.
0: Nice. Um, so, Pier Pan again, two weekend show. Mm-hmm. We have all the flying involved. Another big, giant yep. technical show. Yep. Um, and you're, um, you know, it's you've done numerous shows with Aqua. Are yes. you ever thinking to yourself? God, i got to get away from this company and go no. somewhere else.
3: <laughs> never. Never. Not even once. And correct that's correct.
0: So weird. <laughs> no,
1: it's so weird.
3: Because most people have that like, all right, well, I'm ready to like start with a new company or whatever. No, it never happened to me. Ever. That's, it never happened.
1: I'm sure you've made a lot of friends now. I have made a ton of, a, of
3: okay. friends. All of my best, most close friends have come from Encore. It's... I I just love it. And I love the stadium. And it's just, no, I've never thought about going to another company ever.
0: Yeah. We will go soon enough. We'll find out she does. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I just saw that. I'm I'm going (laughs) to underline that. (laughs)
0: So we're going to wrap up. This is the end of our first official Episode. This is actually technically part one of a two-parter because we're going to come back for our next episode and we're going to continue because Amanda Palmer has been with Encore and doing theater so long. We have so much more to talk about. Um,
1: I mean, you forgot her so much, she may not come back. I know,
0: she might, <laughs> she's going to be like, screw
1: you that guy. <laughs>
0: she doesn't remember You remember like half the shit I did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, with such an extensive um you know resume of all the stuff that she's done you know she's she was definitely one of the first people we wanted to talk to because you know she's done so much yeah and and i'm not just saying she's done a lot with encore which is nice because you know we can talk about stuff you know we know a lot of the same stories and things that go on but uh she's been around for a long time and, and she's with us still because when les mis opens in a couple of weeks uh she's playing is Eponine? That, is that who you're pointing? Yeah. I <laughs> like <fun>. forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'll be our Eponine once again. So <laughs> we're having cat difficulties. <laughs> okay.
3: I have a cat on my lap. <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, we'll wrap this up and we'll come back for part two and we'll jump right into uh, right back into it with Amanda and we'll will be coming out of Peter Pan and into the very next thing she did. So this is technically the end of 2006 we're, we're getting into. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm Fred Fortier.
1: I'm John Roberts.
3: And I'm Amanda Palmer.
0: <laughs> and we'll see you behind the act curtain. <laughs>